Hello, hello, Network Insiders. Janine here, and excited to discuss the latest and greatest in networking with Cisco experts, Shale Talati and Joe Aronow. Today, we're gonna to be talking about the recently released cloud management for Catalyst. The move to cloud management is not surprising. Actually, according to a study from Gartner, by 2025, 95% of new digital workloads will be deployed on cloud-native platforms. And the Cisco Global Networking Trends Report found that 60% of enterprises use some level of cloud-based platform to manage their network infrastructure currently. But before we get further into that, Shale and Joe, could you each introduce yourselves and tell us a fun fact? Hey, Janine, thanks for the uh, introduction. So my name is Shail Talati. Uh, I lead uh, wireless uh, platforms product management um, as a part of our Catalyst portfolio. Fun fact, I would say uh, in the last, I would say two, two and a half years, I learned a lot about my family and a lot about my, my home network. Uh, and I've realized that we have too, way too many devices and a much stringent, I would even say, Compared to some of the global 500 customers, we have a much stringent, I would say, latency requirement for gaming. So that's that's what I see. Joe. Nice. Uh, Joe Aronow, good to be here. Uh, I'm part of the product management team for the Cisco Meraki technologies within Cisco. And my fun fact is I have been to every Disney park in the world. Uh, my wife is a huge Disney fan, so we've been to all of them. Um, the US parks, Japan, Shanghai, Hong Kong, uh, Paris. That's my my fun fact for the day. Nice. Yeah, Joe, that's an awesome kind of bucket list item. Can I ask which is your favorite park if you had to pick one? Tokyo, hands down. Oh, very cool. All right, so let's get into the topic for today. And I'm going over to you first, Joe. Could you explain what exactly is cloud management for Catalyst? Absolutely. I, I think I'll try to keep this you know as simple as possible. Um, there's actually a lot of a lot of different parts to what we launched recently at Cisco Live. And so I'll try to talk through each of them, you know, pretty quickly here, but really the the overlay or the, the, the fundamental concept is we're trying to give customers more flexibility in how they consume Cisco technologies and how they manage Cisco networking technologies. And so to do that, we have released really three things. Um, the first is what we call cloud monitoring for Catalyst which is a way to take Catalyst products, starting with switching, um, and to connect them to the Meraki dashboard cloud management platform in order to get telemetry, visibility, be able to do some basic troubleshooting, right? Really take the cloud monitoring, as, as you guessed from the name, um, and apply it to the Catalyst platform. So that's the first piece. The second is what we call uh, cloud management migration for switching which is going to allow you to take existing Catalyst 9K switching platforms and move them to full cloud management, meaning that they'll have the same cloud management capabilities and they'll operate effectively the same way that a Meraki switch would. So this is really for customers who you know, have those products today and are looking to make that move to cloud. Now it's easier for them to do so. And then the final piece is cloud management for wireless, which is a little bit different because rather than looking at the previous platforms, wireless is actually kind of a go forward strategy where we're taking, we're, or we're bringing to market, I should say, new Catalyst wireless platforms that are, for lack of a better term, dual boot. That's the easiest way to think about it, right? They can run in DNA mode, they can run in Meraki mode, which means they can be managed from DNA center, they can be managed from Meraki dashboard. So again, giving you that, that flexibility, that optionality with the same hardware being able to be managed through different management platforms within Cisco. Great, thank you for that overview, Joe. 
And now over to Shale. Why why is this management needed today or this type of management? So one of the things that we have been kind of looking at from all the different size of networks that um, Cisco and Meraki basically customer uses, right, is that the network complexity and the uh, deployments are becoming way more complex. Um, There is also an IT and OT convergence happening. Customers are also looking at all these employees who basically decided to work from home. Now they are choosing to work in a hybrid work environment, uh, in some cases even remote environment. Um, How do you manage uh, all these devices? How do you basically make sure that you give the same level of experience that the customers are getting in their home environment in 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 the enterprise environment? So in order to do that, right, you have to continuously kind of deliver the the uh, the connectivity, management, security, all through a continuous management, kind of a robust management that or robust and scalable management. One of the important things that we have heard uh, from a lot of our customers, I think, is like more than 60% of enterprise customers basically leverage or some level of basically cloud platform to manage their network. So this, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, that was not the reality, but it is a new reality where the networks are more complex and you need something simple to manage, scalable to deliver, and you need a more of a distributed environment that allows you to deploy these networks across different type of environments. So absolutely, this management is, is super critical for those customers and IT managers. So I'm hearing that, you know, this innovation benefits organizations and people doing hybrid work. Are there any additional benefits of cloud management looking past, um, you know, hybrid work? Yeah, so this is a great question, right? So one of the one of the, uh, I would say one of the things that we have consistently seen from the customer environment is that how can you deliver a simple and efficient way to basically manage their network, right? So um, cloud management allows you to do that. Um, it allows you to be a, in a in a very scalable environment. You start with the uh, local operation and you want to expand into a global environment. Uh, you can easily do th- do that through a single dashboard. Um, and it has to be an extensible. I think one of the things that our customers are basically looking at is like, uh, I want to try out different APIs. I want to try particular features, deliver uh, through an ecosystem. How can, how fast I can deploy it? How fast I can try it? Um, and then the most important thing, right, in this today's environment is how do you keep all of that secure? Um, it's always up to date. You are getting the latest and greatest patches for your security patches. Um, so I think it's extremely important for some of these customers to basically see that it just goes beyond the hybrid work environment, but it's going to be there even when the customers or customers employees starts basically coming to the work environment where the networks are going to be very different than what they were through two to three years ago. Joe, you want to kind of uh, talk about uh, what it might look like from a customer point of view, uh, how how they would basically interact with our systems? Yeah, I think so. I've been with Cisco since the Meraki acquisition, and I think one of the questions that I've heard consistently from, you know, customers, partners, from our sales teams within Cisco, you know, for pretty much the entire almost ten years now since Meraki was acquired, is this idea of how do we get you know the benefits of all of these different offerings, all these different solutions that Cisco provides. And today in the networking space, right, we really have, or at least in the access networking space, I should say, we have two primary systems for delivering that value. We have DNA Center, right, which is kind of tie- has historically been tied to the iOS XE platforms. We have Meraki Dashboard, which has been tied to the Meraki platforms. And I think the biggest thing that, that excites me about this 
is that customers have been saying again for years and years and years, how do we get the benefits of both? And this is really a huge step forward in that. So it's going to help customers who have Catalyst platforms today and want to start leveraging the cloud to be able to do that more effectively, do that more easily, do it you know, without having to replace their hardware. I think that the purest expression of this in my mind is really the cloud monitoring capability. Um, because cloud monitoring allows you to actually bring together all the capabilities of iOS XE with the capabilities of the Meraki dashboard and be able to have a, a switch platform for now. We will be adding uh, wireless support in the future as well. That'll be coming next calendar year, but have for now a switch platform where you have all of the flexibility of iOS XE, you have command line, you have all those things that you're used to having for a Cat 9K switch, but you also have the ability to manage it in the cloud, or I should say monitor it, apologies, in the cloud um, and get that information centrally and interact with those, uh, those pieces of technology through that public cloud infrastructure. And that's something that, we've been asked for so many times and I'm really, I'm excited that we're able to now deliver this and that people are gonna be able to start using those technologies together instead of having to choose between them. Um, I think from a use case perspective, there are really two situations where I see this coming into play. One is where somebody has a mixture of Meraki and Catalyst products and they wanna bring that all together into a single interface, right? Be able to fully manage the Meraki equipment in dashboard and be able to monitor their iOS XE platforms and dashboard as well. So that they can see that all in one place and truly have that single pane of glass. Um, and then the other one is really where customers have different requirements for different environments, right? So rather than having, let's say Meraki wireless with catalyst switching or Meraki access with catalyst core, maybe they've got Meraki in the branch and they've got, you know, cat nine K in the campus. Again, now it's gonna be easier for them to manage and monitor that whole architecture holistically, rather than having to have a very separated and kind of split brain way that they approach managing that network. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, I see why people would wanna utilize the opportunity of cloud management and monitoring, but do people have to make this movement to the cloud or can they still manage their Catalyst devices the same way that they have previously? So, Jenny, as Joe explained, right? I think this is the this is the most critical for many of our kind of large customers, right? They don't want to be rushed into something. They want to make sure that they have uh, they have existing investments. They have customized their scripts. They have basically decided to heavily invest in automating some of their environment, right? Um, and, and Joe say, said it very nicely, right? This is the this is the important piece of the puzzle where instead of forcing them to one or the other, this gives them an optionality. This is like our way of telling them that it's your journey, it's your way, whenever you are ready. The important part is that the, the same customers can basically now decide that they can buy just, in, in the case of wireless, they can decide to purchase a one set of access points and then make a decision that today they want to connect to um, a, a DNAC-based environment. They get uh, advantage of all the scalability features that they were uh, they were used to with the iOS XE environment. And in future, if they want to move to um, a, a, a cloud-based uh, uh, de device or cloud-based monitoring or management, they have this, the, this humongous kind of, I would say, optionality has been created for these customers. Um, but if I am a customer, I think one of the things that would be on top of my mind is that how exactly the licensing is going to work. So, Joe, you want to touch base upon how the licensing would work out in this case? Yeah, this, this is something that we're seeing a lot of questions about, um, which makes sense, right? Today we have sort of two separate license models. They're, they're similar, but not quite the same for the 
Catalyst platforms and the Meraki platforms, right? We have the DNA subscriptions, the DNA licenses for the Catalyst platforms. We have the Meraki cloud licenses for the Meraki platforms. Um, and obviously in this world where we're sort of abstracting the management from the hardware and saying you can manage a Catalyst platform through the cloud or through on-prem tools like DNA Center, that licensing model starts to uh, get a little confusing, candidly. So, so I'll try to clarify. The good news is we've tried to keep this really, really simple. If we're talking about cloud monitoring, you just use the existing DNA license. There's no additional licensing, no additional purchase or entitlement required. You don't need a Meraki license to use the cloud monitoring capability. But for cloud management, you would use a Meraki license. And the way that the easiest way to think about this is it depends on the operating mode the device is in. If the device is in Meraki mode, meaning it's running Meraki software, it's fully managed from the cloud, it's going to use a Meraki license, right? If the device is in DNA mode, meaning you've got command line, it's managed from you know either CLI, DNA center, potentially if you're still using prime infrastructure, right, tools like that, but it's monitored from the cloud, or even if it's not, then it's going to use DNA licensing. So we, we've kept the licensing aligned to the operating mode the device is in, because we think that's the simplest thing for customers, um, and we'll be easiest to understand and operationalize and, and kind of aligns to what customers are already doing today. So it requires very little change and, and very little uh, kind of shift in thinking, which hopefully makes this process as simple as possible for all of our customers. Thank you for that explanation. And I'm sure people appreciate the effort towards simplicity. So when we're talking about innovations in networking technology, I always like to know about how these solutions were developed with sustainability in mind. Could either of you speak to how cloud management or um, this cloud management for Catalyst in particular was designed to be sustainable? Uh, I, I can speak to that and then I'll, I'll probably uh, kick it over to, to Shail to speak about some of the wireless specific components because that's he's the expert there. But at, at a sort of general portfolio level, um, one thing that you know we hear a lot about sustainability in, in every industry, whether it's IT or elsewhere. But one of the things that we really try to do at Cisco is the entire end-to-end, -end, you know, design, development, build, delivery, and operation process. We try to think about consumption. Um, we try to think about sustainability across that entire life cycle. So when we're building these products, we're thinking about, you know, sustainable kind of manufacturing practices and, you know, um, materials practices. And one of the things this helps us do now with this, this, uh, abstraction of the management system from the hardware, right? If we're aligning our manufacturing processes, our fulfillment processes around these catalyst platforms that can now be managed from DNA center or from the cloud, it allows us more flexibility and kind of more control over that manufacturing process, right? So doing this all together and kind of focusing our efforts on the catalyst platforms means that we can really take that next step in making sure that every part of that process is as green as possible. And then also once we start, you know, delivering these technologies to customers, we also want to make sure that there are capabilities built in that help them to drive sustainability in their organization, right? Things like making sure that we're monitoring and controlling power consumption on the switches, for instance, or having, you know, port schedules to make sure that we're not wasting power, we're not wasting energy when we're delivering the network for things that we don't necessarily need at that time. So it's something we think about both at the hardware and the software layer. Um, but like I said, Shile is, is the expert on the wireless side. And I know there's some really interesting things that we do there around sustainability. So I'll, I'll kick it over to you, Shail, to, to kind of speak to some of the wireless specific pieces. 
Thanks, Joe. Um, so I think wireless, uh, in, in, in a wireless environment, if you look at it, right, uh, there are clients that are coming in, coming down. So we, when we were designing our access point, one of the things that we were looking at is that uh, in a post-pandemic world, right, how would we see uh, all the client density, right? And the power management of an access point was on a right and center of our design, right? So one of the one of the most important thing that our engineers did is that you, they took a challenge upon themselves and said, how can we build the lowest power consuming AP that can deliver the maximum performance and give options to customers when they want to kind of crank it up in a, like a turbo mode or something, right? So uh, it, it, our access points have a, have a, have a built-in built in intelligence on, on a multiple front. But one of the areas that, as Joe said, right, then when they are interacting with our switching infrastructure, we make sure that we have one of the most power efficient. When they are interacting with the client ecosystem, we make sure that we have the most power efficient, basically, communication and the connectivity there. But then going beyond that is like, being situational aware, be, being aware of your client environment and seeing that if at the nighttime, if you want to turn off basically access point, uh, you can create a template. So you can basically decide to uh, create a calendar kind of uh, sequencing. In future, um, something for us to think about is like, why not just basically look at the environment? We already know how many clients are in that environment. We can decide that when to automatically turn off certain radio chains or even particular radios. So there are tons of... I would say creative ideas that we are looking at, uh, but it's all centers around the power management and the sustainability and seeing that how the future of network can be more sustainable, more green, and we can continuously help the help our customers and the companies that we work with to be more sustainable in general. That's awesome and really good to hear. So looking forward, um, this is Directed towards both of you, I'd love the input from both of you. Um, what does the convergence of Catalyst and Meraki platforms mean for customers that are already invested in them, either on-prem or cloud? I think this is extremely important, and I think it's it's a core to our kind of philosophy, right? Um, Cisco is all about giving the uh, a, a power in the hand of an IT manager for all the choices, uh, we want to make sure that we allow customers to basically operate in either in a DNAC persona or mode or in a, in a, in a Meraki persona mode, which allows you to uh, decide when and what type of networks really work for you. Um, as Joe mentioned earlier, right? So if you want basically a, a depth of basically uh, of features or if you are already vested in Prime or some of the legacy system, you don't have to basically rush and force yourself. This gives you a choice to basically decide that when exactly you want to um, scale up, you want to decide to basically go towards the, the cloud monitoring or management. Um, and we will continuously work with you to make sure that uh, the journey is as seamless and um, I would say uneventful uh, in general. Uh, but Joe, what's, what's your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, Shaila, I sort of touched on it earlier, but I, I think the most important piece is really bringing the power of these these platforms together. And when I say platforms, I mean both the kind of software platforms on the, the products, the hardware platforms themselves that software is running on and the management platforms, right? And, and I talked a little bit earlier about kind of abstracting the management from the hardware and saying you can you know take this best of breed Catalyst hardware. And Catalyst is one of the most trusted, if not the most trusted name in networking platforms, right? Like Catalyst is an incredibly, incredibly well-trusted brand. And there's a reason for that. And so being able to take 
that Catalyst hardware platform and marry it to the value of DNA Center, of Meraki Dashboard, right, of these different tools is incredibly powerful. And for customers who who are already invested, this gives them more choice. It gives them more flexibility. It gives them more agility in their IT operations. And as Cisco, we work with, I mean, every size of customer, every industry, every region, right? We work with all kinds of different organizations who have dramatically different IT needs and organizational needs and business needs. I mean, across their whole, their whole um, kind of operation. And so because of that, we need to provide flexibility, but we want to marry that flexibility with the simplicity that we've been driving in you know, the last, I would say, five, 10 years with a lot of the Cisco technologies. And so this idea of saying, okay, you've already invested in cloud, you've already invested in on-prem, great. You can continue to do that, but now those same platforms can do more or have more flexibility or give you greater investment protection over time if your needs change. And I think that the biggest thing there is really that it's making sure like things keep changing, right? The last several years have been incredibly rapid in terms of the, just the pace of change um, in a lot of different areas. But, but you know, in the IT world, everything's changing. The requirements are changing. I think wireless has probably evolved more in the last 10 years than, you know, in, in previously in my lifetime. And so that, that ability to be agile is something our customers are really, really, really needing right now because they've got to keep up with that pace of change. And so that's where this flexibility comes in. It's just making sure they have the tools, they have the technologies, they have the platforms they need, and they can use them however makes the most sense for the organization. Um, and that's really what we're trying to deliver here. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. That was really some exciting stuff, and I'm definitely interested to see where this emphasis on cloud management brings the networking industry as well as the technology industry as a whole. And listeners, if you want to learn more about cloud management for Catalyst, Look at the description below for some more resources. This has been the Insider Series from Networking Podcast. I'm Janine Black, and thank you for listening, and have a great day.